1: fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high-o silver, the Lone Ranger. The town of Cheyenne was comparatively peaceful after the vigilantes eliminated the outlaw element and established law and order. But Sheriff Conway was always on the alert for trouble, especially when Hank Sherman rode in from his cattle range in the shadow of the Laramie Mountains. It was a routine visit when the sheriff entered the Plains Café one afternoon. He moved close to the bar and addressed the man in a white apron. Hey, Squint, come over here.
2: Uh, I can tell by the look in your eyes, Sheriff, that old hothead from town. That's right, Squint.
3: I thought I'd better let you know so she can warn the boys not to talk about the Union Pacific.
2: Dead If that's all anybody talks about. How can I soft-pedal railroad talk in a place like Cheyenne? Well, you had better do
3: it or Sherman will start a riot.
2: Oh, that old catamount. Why don't he pick another cafe as his favorite? I never saw a man that riled so easy. Especially when there's railroad talk. He don't like railroad. Yeah, well, why don't he get over his hatred?
3: <laughs> Sherman, <laughs> he never gets over being sore, He's the same today as he was a year and a half ago. Huh?
2: Has it been that long since his daughter got married? Yep. Golly, time sure does fly.
3: I'll never forget how mad he was when he learned that the young railroad man eloped with his (laughs) daughter.
2: (laughs) He sure was mad about it. I remember how he vowed never to speak to Sally or her husband again. Yes, he's
3: packed a grudge against everyone connected with the Union Pacific ever since then.
2: Well, it's a lucky thing Jim Blodgett made their home in North Platte instead of here. Hey there, Parkie. What'll it be, stranger? I'm looking for a man named Sherman. Hank
3: Sherman. Well, he lives east of town near the Lamy Mountains. Oh, I was told I'd find him in here if I waited long enough. So you will. Why do you want to see Sherman? Well, you see, I'm from North Platte. Railroad I... man? That's right. My name is Hawks. I'm a friend of Jim Blodgett who married Sherman's
2: daughter. Hawks, you clear out of here on the double. What? I said get. You and Sherman are not going to come together in my place. No. The uh, Hawks. Uh, I...
3: Sherman has a particular hatred for anyone connected with the Union Pacific. He'll go for his cannon on short notice. Indeed. Uh, Who's looking for me? No, it's too late now. Is that Hank? I know there's an man looking for me. At and what's he want? Here I am, Sherman. I'm Hank Sherman. My time in Cheyenne's limited, so speak your piece and make it fast. Tell me first off if you're connected with the Union Pacific. Yes, I am. I'm from North Platte. North Platte, a railroad man. Why in tarnation can't that railroad leave me alone? Now hold on, hold Sherman. Hold on, I... nothing. Keep writing me letters. Keep trying to take my property. Listen to me, you hot-headed old curmudgeon. Now you're calling me names. I don't want nothing to do with the railroad. Come on, Hooks. I'll have to look you up. Lock me up. You mean to say that be- means you're going into the pokey? Don't resist arrest. But what have I done? You're a railroad man. Slander and disturbing the peace. Now come quiet. I never in all my life. You'll heard see it. there's justice in this town. You'll see the name of Sherman sure means something. Uh, yeah. Take it easy, Hawks. Wait till we get outside the cafe. Well, Sheriff, are you really arresting me? Don't be a fool. Won't through those door. What do you mean by that? Huh? You said don't be a fool. You're not under arrest. I've just taken you away from Sherman before there's gunplay, that's uh, all. Uh, that you Chussan got a Nord-
2: horse there at the rail?
3: No, I I came over from North Platte on a train. Come up to my office and sit in the porch. We can wait there till Sherman goes back to his place. What's the matter with him anyway? Well, he's had no use for railroad men since a year and a half ago. I know that. You uh, said you knew Jim Blodgett? Sure I know him. He's my best friend. I told you, he married Sherman's daughter. Yep. That's why Sherman won't have any dealings with the railroad. Sally is just as gentle and sweet as Sherman is owner. Yep, yep, you were right about that. I came here because Jim and Sally asked me to. They thought I could talk to Sherman. Well, don't try talking to him again. Sherman's dead set against the whole doggone railroad outfit. And the worst of it is, the officials won't leave him alone. They keep writing him letters about his property. He has granite on his property, Sheriff. Yeah, sir. yeah.
2: That's what started the whole thing. That
3: granite is just right for building road beds. Our outfit would like to get it to use for ballast. It'd save hauling inferior rock a long way. Sherman's granite is what started all the trouble. You see, Jim Blodgett came here to make a deal with Sherman. That's how he got acquainted with Sherman's daughter Sally. We'd pay a good price for that granite property. Yes, the old man wouldn't sell it any price. Here's my office. Mm. We can sit here on the porch till Sherman leaves used to have... I promised his daughter I'd talk to him. i got a message for him. sit down, sir. All right. <laughs> well, tell Sally to write her father a letter if she has something to tell him. He sends her letters back without even opening them, Sheriff. Yeah. That's why she wants me to deliver this one person. You're not going to see him. it will just lead to fighting, maybe shooting. But I tell you... You heard me... Unless you give me your word to stay away from him, I'll have to keep you in tow till the next train or stagecoach comes in to take you back to North Platte. You don't understand, Hold on sir. a minute. I don't remember leaving the door open. i better see if my deputies came in. Come on, is You're not taking any chances on me getting away. Not on your life,
0: Mash, hey. that. I just want to talk to you. Both you sit down hey. now. Close the doors so we'll not be disturbed.
3: Well, what do you want, mister? What's the idea of the mask?
0: You're with the Union Pacific, aren't you, Hawks? You know me. Your company's been trying for nearly two years to get the Sherman granite. What about it? That granite would help the Union Pacific. Anything that helps the railroad helps this whole western territory.
3: Well, if you must know, we've given up on the Sherman granite.
0: Well, if you've given up, what are you doing in Cheyenne?
3: I, uh, I wanted to give Sherman a message from his daughter.
0: Did you give it to him? No. He won't listen to a railroad man. Oh, he might listen to me.
3: Say, maybe he would. There's something about your style,
0: Mr. Will you let me try to give him the message?
3: Yes, I will. You just tell the old fire eater his daughter Sally wants him with her just as quick as possible. She wants him to go to North Platte and bring Doc Porter with him. Doc Porter? Oh, there's nothing wrong but Sally wants her father with her because he's due to be a grandpa. Well, a great day. Yeah, Sally's written it all in this letter.
0: I'll deliver the letter. He wouldn't listen to me. He'll listen to me.
3: There'll be a train through here tomorrow morning, mister. He can take that train to North Plant or he can get the stage that stops here tonight.
0: Tonight? Yes. I've got to see Dr. Porter. You? Yes. To tell him to be ready to meet the train in the morning. But uh, Sherman won't ride that train. Yeah, we'll see about that.
3: What's the matter with tonight's stagecoach? He can take that.
0: Sherman's going to travel by train. I'll give the doctor some instructions, and I'll be back to talk to you. I have a plan, and I'll need your help. Now, wait a minute, mister.
3: I'll see you later. You say, hold on. Why are you going out the back way? You got a horse over there, Sheriff. What got into him all of a sudden? Shh. Doggone it, I wish I knew. there!
1: The Lone Ranger hurried to the doctor's office and talked for some time before he persuaded the fine old man to cooperate in a plan. When the masked man left, there was a twinkle in Dr. Porter's eye. Later, when the Lone Ranger met Tonto in camp at the edge of Cheyenne, he was accompanied by Hawks, the railroad man. About Tonto. He's got to ride west. Uh, How far we go, Kimasabi?
0: To Laramie. Hawks wants to talk to his friends who'll be on the eastbound train. Oh, that's not come through till morning. Yes, I know that. I must stop at Hank Sherman's ranch house and deliver a message. You said you'd deliver more than a message. Hawks, if my plan is successful, we'll also deliver granite to the Union Pacific.
1: Hank Sherman paced the floor of his home that evening, grumbling and muttering, but his wife was used to the old man's grouches. She sat in a rocking chair and knitted while she listened tolerantly.
3: Railroad men. Steal my daughter. And as if that weren't enough, they keep trying to talk me into selling my land. Well, I won't do it. All right, Hank. You just hang on to your land. Oh, Sonry, railroad man. Why, if it hadn't been for Blodger trying to take my granite, our daughter would never have left us.
1: Sally married the man she loved.
3: A railroad man. Next thing I know, they'll be wanting to take my house. Mercy's sake, all the railroad wants from you is hard rock, and they're willing to pay a handsome price for it. What about our daughter? Just because the man she loves works for the Union Pacific, you can't... If he hadn't come here to buy granite, Sally would never have seen him. You can't get around that. Oh, I'd sure like to see Sally. And so would I. She can come back home anytime she wants, but not her husband, no siree. If he comes here, I'll shoot him. Oh. I suppose she'll stay in North Platte from now on just to be stubborn. I declare I don't know where that girl gets such a stubborn streak. Oh, you don't, eh? Hurt the door. If that Henry railroad and man has followed me here. Hey, put down that gun. I'll fix him.
0: You! German.
3: Masked. Oh, my sakes alive.
0: I want to talk to you.
3: If this is a robbery by thunder, I'll bet the railroad's behind it. Talk fast, mister. In two seconds, I start shooting.
0: Put the gun down, Sherman. Like
3: right, fun, I will. I've done all the arguing I aim to do with railroad men.
0: I'm not a railroad man. Well,
3: You're masked. Huh. I see through your scheme. You aim to threaten me into selling granite.
0: I came to give you a message. Your daughter needs you as quickly as you can get to North Platte. She wants you to bring Dr. Porter. What?
3: Doctor? What's the trouble?
0: There's no cause for alarm, man.
3: What's wrong? And who are you? Has Brogert started beating my daughter? If he hurts... Now, her or... Wait
0: a minute, wait a minute. Here's a letter from Sally. She wants you with her when her child is born. Yes, Sherman, you're going to be a grandfather.
3: I'm going to be... I'm what? Merciful goodness.
0: You can catch a train at Cheyenne. Train
3: my eye. I'm hanged if I'd ride in one of them things. There's a stage due tonight. Get your bag packed, Martha. We'll catch that stage tonight.
0: Dr. Porter will meet you at the Cheyenne station in the morning.
3: I said I was taking the stage tonight. Oh? I'll hitch up and drive into Cheyenne right away. I'll get Doc Porter, and we'll meet the stagecoach.
0: But, Sherman, the train's more reliable.
3: Oh, it is, huh?
0: Yes. Lots of things might happen to delay the stage. Sudden storm, bad roads, mud holes, bridges down. And you wouldn't want to be delayed.
3: Never you mind what I want.
0: Very well, Sherman.
3: Hey, wait, come back here. We may meet again. Hey, you! Very easy, big oh, Come on, a minute, Sherman. Hey! hey. Do it. Oh, rat and all. Now, hang. I wanted to make that critter unmask. I wanted to know who he is. I've got a hunch you'd find him as stubborn about unmasking as you are about everything. (laughs) The idea of him trying to tell me how to travel. I'll travel by stage if I please, and I do please. Well, what's the matter? What are you sighing about? the train would get us to North Platte sooner, even if we did have to wait until morning to get it. We're taking the stage. Now get ready, and I'll go hitch the team that'll take us to Cheyenne!
1: Now, to continue our story, after leaving Hank Sherman, the Lone Ranger rode hard to the edge of Laramie, where Hawks of the Union Pacific was waiting in a small camp with Tonto. Oh, Silver, oh, easy, set big easy now. Hi
3: there.
1: Hello, Hawks.
3: While we're waiting for you, Tonto's been telling me a few things.
0: Oh. And me tell him how you helped catch crooks who tried to stop work on Union Pacific. I see. I'd heard
3: about the masked man who helped the boys, and I'm downright pleased to know you.
0: Perhaps you understand why I'm interested in seeing the Union Pacific up the Sherman Granite that's needed.
3: I sure do. You know, once a man works on the railroad, he gets a sort of personal interest. Oh, uh, did you give old Sherman the letter from his daughter?
0: Yes. And he's determined to go to North Platte by stagecoach. Uh,
3: I expected that.
0: But he must not.
3: Well, how can he be stopped?
0: Folks, you used to work for the stage line. Yeah? And you know most of the drivers... Perhaps you could influence the one who comes through tonight.
3: Just tell me how you want him influenced.
0: Well, meet him in Laramie. Explain the importance of converting Sherman to railroad travel. Hawks, I'm working primarily to get the granite for the railroad. (laughs) At the same time, we'll get Sherman to his daughter.
1: That evening, when the stagecoach stopped to change horses in Laramie, the man from North Platte hurried up to the driver of the lumbering vehicle. Luke, how are you? What a great day it's hauled. How you been? Fine. Now
3: listen, Luke. I've got to talk fast.
1: driver listened for some time while Hawks talked. Then he nodded. Well, the fact is, Hawks, the old rig does need some repairs.
0: It'd be smart to lay over here in Laramie until tomorrow. Might save me a breakdown on the trailer. That's what I thought. Got no mail to passengers, nothing but freight. (laughs) Won't hurt nobody to lay over.
3: That's the talk, Luke. I'll tell my friend that there'll be no stage tonight.
1: That night, Hank Sherman and his wife waited at the stage line terminal in Cheyenne. Daybreak found Martha sleeping in a chair. The sheriff sat nearby while the irascible old man Hank Sherman paced the station platform restlessly.
3: Uh, waiting all night. Dog it, Sheriff, what could have happened to that stagecoach? Uh, you know as much about it as I do, eh? Uh. Hi there. Yeah. Time for the morning, Sherman. Hey, Doc. Doc Porter, where have you been? I've been here all night, waiting. I was told to be here for the train. Hank, you'd better forget your prejudice if you want to get to North Platte.
1: eastbound train had crawled slowly into Laramie and chugged to a halt at the station. Hawks, acting on further instructions from the Lone Ranger, was there to meet it and welcome his friends, the engineer and fireman.
3: Hi, Joe. Well, Hawks,
1: what in tarnation are you doing here
3: in Laramie? I thought you were working over in North Platt. I am, but this is special. My friend and I are trying to close a deal for the Sherman grant You still working on that? You'll never get old Sherman to come to an agreement. Sam, how'd you like to ride from Cheyenne to North Flat without shoveling coal?
0: Oh, bad chance. <laughs>
3: Who'd shovel coal if I didn't? Sherman. Oh. Oh. Sherman. Oh. Sherman won't set foot on the train, let alone enter the cab of an engine. As for shoveling coal... Boys, oh. you do as I say, and you'll see Sherman handling fuel. I gotta see that to believe it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Kind of an idea you got anyway. It's not my idea. It's a mass master... regarding. Now, boys, you just listen to me and carry out my suggestions. Now, to start with, when the train pulls into Cheyenne, you, Sam, have to make like you're downright able.
1: A few hours later in Cheyenne, the sheriff lingered with Hank Sherman and the doctor. <sighs>
3: the train. I got no choice if I want to get to North Platte. But by thunder, I'll have you know I aim to find out why that stagecoach didn't show up. I hear the train. Well, listen to that thing wailing like a banshee. There it comes. For my sake, it's life, to think I'd live to see the day when I'd ride a railroad train. Right on time. Get ready, Martha. Get ready now. We're going aboard the train. I've been ready since last evening. Yeah. Look at that thing billowing smoke and steam. Looks like some sort of a monster. A fire-breathing dragon or something. Hey, mister. Uh, you mean me? Yes, you and the sheriff. What's the trouble Joe? you? My fireman's took sick. Oh. Can't finish the run to North Platte. Yeah.
2: Oh. I'm awful sick. Yeah. I want to go home. I want to get back to North Platte. Well, here's Doc Porter. Uh, take a look at him, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
3: Well. He sure does look sick. Lucky you're here, Doc. Maybe you can fix poor Sam up. I, I want to go back to North Platte. But you can't do it, Sam. I can't move the train without a fireman to shovel in fuel. You mean you're not going any further east? No, hold on. You've got to go to North Platte. Oh. I've got to get to my daughter and show him the dog. But I've got no one to shovel fuel. This
2: oh. man's got to lie down somewhere. Oh, take me to the passenger car. I can lie there while I'm going home to North
3: Glant. I ought to stay close to him. There's no use keeping him on the train. I'm going to stay here in Cheyenne. Say, Hank, maybe you could throw fuel into the engine. Well, if that's the only way I can get to my daughter, I'll do it. I'll be hanged if I'll dilly-dally any longer. Now, you engineer, get your partner stored away and let's get going. Just show me how to shovel fuel and I'll take care of it. (laughs)
1: first, Hank Sherman was afraid of the roaring fire beneath the locomotive boiler, but he was game. He fed the flames, and as the train gathered speed, he marveled at the smooth efficiency of the complicated mechanism. Yeah,
3: we're going faster all the time. Why, this is faster than the stagecoach travels. Well, throw in that fuel. I'll show you some speed. We can go faster if you'll get the fire bigger. All right, all right. I'll keep shoveling. Now, how fast are we going, Joe? Well, look out there. See the trees going by? That'll tell you how fast we're moving. How do you make her go faster? Here, Sherman. Stand where I am. Here? Now, take hold this throttle. That's it. <laughs> now you're running the engine. I am? Well, sure you are. I'm not doing anything but stand here. Could I make it go faster? Just open her up. Uh, like this. <laughs> hey, Joe, this is something. I never knew these trains were like this. <laughs> Most people are scared of them until they get to know them. Yeah, like a horse. you got to know horses to understand them. Hey, Joe, we need some more fire. I'll throw some coal in. You watch the tracks ahead. I'm watching. There's some that say that the railroad's just a fool experiment. That's because they don't know how powerful an engine is. Uh, Why, you doggone fools, they should ride like this. It mighty soon change their tune, I bet. More coal, Joe. Well, I'm not used to shoveling. Get uh, that fire roaring. When I run an engine, uh, I want plenty of speed out of it. uh, That's it. This beats traveling the stage, all holler. uh, It sure does. (laughs) Hey, what's this rope? uh, That's the whistle. Hey! Did you hear that? I sounded the whistle. Hey, that's something. Stop (laughs) wasting steam. Here, take the shovel for a spell. I'll run the engine. You keep that shovel I'm doing all right? I can run this doggone thing as good as anyone. (laughs) Every time you blow that whistle, it wastes a whole shovel full of coal. (laughs) Then don't waste your breath with talk. Throw in that coal! I'm gonna let my daughter and everyone else in Rock Platt know that old Hank Sherman is coming to town. Won't we'll be the head, <laughs> <Ride> them cowboys. <laughs>
1: Everything is fine, Hank.
3: Oh, Sally. The happiest girl in the world. And how... How is... She he? and Jim are going to call the little fellow Henry after you. Then it's a <laughs> boy. Oh, I want to see him. Go in. Sally is waiting for you. Oh, Sally, honey. Oh, Dad. Well, doggone. Look at him. gone! I just knew you'd be here when I wanted you. Oh, shucks, honey. Eight horses couldn't have held me back. Fact is, I came here in spite of eight horses. In spite of? Yeah, the stage didn't show up, but that couldn't keep me back. I not only come on the train by thunder, I ran the thing. You did? Oh, Sally, there's a great thing. Why, the railroad's going to make this country bigger and better than ever. I've been talking it over with Jim. Oh, Dad. Yes, sir, I told him I wanted to get into this railroad business. I'm going to furnish granite for the roadbed. Yes, sir. The trains of the Union Pacific are going to travel on Sherman granite. And you and Jim have become friends. That's right. Oh, Dad, this is the happiest day (laughs) of my life. Me and Jim are going to be, well, you might say, partners in the Union Pacific. Why, It's almost as if some guiding hand had brought you two together. Guiding hand. Hmm. I what? Well, doggone it, honey, maybe you're right. There was a mask man who delivered your letter to me. He's the one who told me that the stage wasn't going to run. And come to think of it, that mask man rode a horse. A big white stallion that he called Silver. Well, Sally, now I got it. That mask man did it. He put me on the Union Pacific and the Union Pacific on Sherman Granite. But who... Ah, who is the masked man? My guess is that he's the Lone Ranger. I'll tell her
1: George W. Trendle production directed by Charles D. Livingston. This story was written by Fran Stryker and the part of Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.